Welcome everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Reverend Dr. Lawrence Van Beek. Dang right. And you better respect that title, everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, those yeah. Are, those are earned degrees, not honorary doctorates <laughs> like the rest of you, yahoos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend, it is good to be with you. And, and our audience, it is good to be with you as well. Uh, buddy, we're going to talk about Micah 2 today. We are. We are. And he's going to go... Uh, he's still a little tough on this one. He's still going to be tough. He's going to ease up on them a little bit, but um, not not quite yet. Is he is he picking them up only to throw them on the floor again? Is that what? Yeah, he's Micah Micah is building them up just to knock them down. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually knocking them down so that he can build them up. Okay, is, is what he and then he'll knock them down again. He's um. Remember Amos? Amos just beat them start to finish. <laughs> but. Uh, but Micah didn't do that. Micah, Micah is kind of back and forth on them a little bit. Mm, mm, you know, right. I was wondering one thing, Steve. Yes, sir. I was wondering, because God sent so many prophets to Israel. Like many of the prophets are going to Israel and saying, you know, destruction is coming upon you. And um, you remember that this period of time is actually is actually a, a period of wealth and well-being mm-hmm, for, the, mm-hmm, for both mm-hmm. Israel and Judah. Yeah. Um, and they're all doing quite well because... Because um, um, Assyria, Assyria is fighting with Damascus, with Syria, and with um, with the Philistines, and yep. with uh, with Moab and Ammon, they're yep. all kind of involved right now. Okay, and uh, it, that that gave Israel and Judah a time of, of of relative peace, and so they made they made some really good money, hmm. right? And and so they're they're living this good life, but these prophets are coming to them saying. You know, they're not. They never say there was anything wrong with their money. I always yeah. like to throw that in because there's nothing wrong with our money either. <laughs> but but the way they're treating God and the way they're treating their fellow Israelites, um, that is the big issue for them, right? But mm. the part I don't know for sure is how this. How did all of Israel hear this message? You know, mm. how did all of Judah hear this message? Because the prophets are coming. But, you know they don't have internet and they don't have they don't have satellite TVs and they don't right. you know they don't even have radio you know they've they've just got some guy talking yes so so it's going to take a long time for this message to spread and nobody's going to spread the message like right. like which of the other guys are going to spread this message for them so I don't know how God's message got out to everybody mm-hmm. to to the level that it does now um so it's just kind of an interesting little thing. So maybe he needed a lot of prophets to go to all the different places and say different, say the same kind of stuff everywhere. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. That's a very interesting thought. Yeah. That's a very interesting thought of how did this propagate throughout the kingdom? Yeah. Yeah. Like even um, who are our two, Elisha and Elijah. Mm-hmm. So it was Elijah, by the way, who said, I think it was Elijah who said they had some real prosperity coming at this period in time. Mm-hmm. But remember when he was laying on his side and to prophesy against um, to, against them? Who really knew? I'm... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, a guy in the middle. Like of they wrote it down. And yeah, they wrote it down. And later on, it got to people. But I, I just don't know. Like the, the, the uptick must have been fairly slow. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. there you go. Yeah, that's fascinating. It's actually a really fascinating thing to think of. How did how did any information pass throughout those communities? If it wasn't yeah. for people moving around trading, I don't think any of that stuff would have happened. So 
Well, that's right. Remember, they called it what they call it the Silk Road, right? This mm-hmm. was the, um, the the Silk where where information and goods and everything was traded yeah. during this period of time. Um, yeah, and Israel, of course, uh, Judah it was they were right on the King's Highway, so they were right on that main trade route between Egypt and all of these other places. Yeah, that's it's it's kind of cool, really. It's kind of yeah. cool. So maybe that's why there's so many prophets going to them. Yeah, I love that. You know, to spread the message, you need a few, right? You yeah. need a few people. Anyway, he's he's going to tell them that that they're being bad bad again, and so here we are in chapter well, two. Here we go, folks. Uh, Micah two, starting at verse one. Woe to those who plan iniquity, to those who plot evil on their beds. At morning's light, they carry it out because it is in their power to do it. They covet fields and seize them, and houses and take them. They defraud people of their homes and rob them of their inheritance. Therefore, the Lord says, I am planning disaster against this people from which you cannot save yourselves. You will no longer walk proudly, for it will be a time of calamity. In that day, people will ridicule ridicule you. They will taunt you with this mournful song. We are utterly ruined. My people's possession is divided up. He takes it from me. He assigns our fields to traitors. Therefore, you will have no one in the assembly of the Lord to divide the land by lot. Yeah, and and that piece on traitors is kind of neat because I I I sort of think that's talking about um, Ammon and Moab mm-hmm. rather than rather than the Assyrians themselves because the Assyrians weren't traitors; they right. were they were conquerors, right? Yeah. But his brothers, their brothers, were coming in and screwing them over when they were when they were going into captivity. But it's kind of it's kind of just normal stuff, isn't it? Like they're planning evil, and they have the power, so they're they're defrauding people and they're taking their land. This was something Jewish people weren't supposed to do to each other. They weren't right. supposed to actually take their possessions, and and even even when when they got to that level, they'd only take them for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Use, usury amongst your own people was not allowed. Right. Um, to others, to other nations, yeah, fine, go ahead and do what you want. But you had to be you had to be good to your own people. And some Christians pick up on that now and say, you know, we should not be loaning to other Christians and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a little different time. It's it's things are different now than they were then. So I don't really think this applies directly. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the but the cheating certainly does, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he says to them, he says, he says, because of the, here, there's another thing that's going on here. He says to these people, because you're doing that. I am I am going to attack you. I'm going to I'm going to fight against you, right? To a point where you have this mournful song. But those people that they hurt were also stuck with this with this judgment as well. <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't know if he let them out like, you know, like all of these guys get taken and and you somehow snuck away. Maybe the Samaritans that got left behind since they were the poor um they they kind of got off easy because because the judgment was against the more wealthy people. It's right. kind of interesting, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Because because when Assyria took over, of course, they they left people behind, and those were the Samaritans that were there when when Judah comes back after their captivity. Those are the Samaritans that were there, right? Causing them no end of grief. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and and the false prophets. Now all of Pretty much, you'd have to say all of the prophets in the northern kingdom were false prophets, unless right. there were these guys that God sent from the southern kingdom. 
because they didn't they didn't really have northern born actual prophets i don't think right Those, just because least... of the yeah the terrible evil of jeroboam right. right now i might be wrong to say it that inclusively but but for this for today tonight i'm going to be inclusive yeah yeah we're doing yeah. it use inclusive language they say yeah yeah take that everyone <laughs> yeah um, so I, I include all of you in <laughs> yeah okay cool picking it up at verse 6 then folks do not prophesy, their prophets say. Do not prophesy about these things. Disgrace will not overtake us. You descendants of Jacob, it should be said, or should it be said, the Lord became, in, or does the Lord become impatient? Does he do such things? Do not my words do good to the ones whose ways are upright? Lately, my people have risen up like an enemy. You strip off the rich robe from those who pass without a care, like men returning from battle. You drive the women of my people from their pleasant homes. You take away my blessing from their children forever. Get up, go away, for this is not your resting place, because it is defiled. It is ruined beyond all remedy. If a liar and deceiver comes and says, I will prophesy for you plenty of wine and beer, which would be quite popular these days, that would be oh, yeah. just the prophet for this people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what their prophets were doing. They were they were prophesying, you know, things are going to go well. You're, you're, yeah. have, a, have another Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a sounds like a hockey game or a, a symphony performance, right? Wine and beer, forever. <laughs> and remember the prophets to Amos. Um, these these same prophets that Mike is talking to, um, they were the ones who told Amos, "Go home. You know, you don't belong here. Your words mean nothing to us. Why don't you go home?" And he's saying to these prophets, um, "You know, you're saying that this is that bad things are not going to overtake us." You're you are completely wrong. You're completely right. wrong. Look at look at what you, I don't understand quite. You strip the rich the you st strip off the rich rich robe of someone who passes by without a care. Not really sure what that means. Yeah. <laughs> but, like but you're like return men returning from battle. Men returning from battle are are you're either returning um, with great victory and you're feeling pretty good. Right. But I, I still picture the, all the war movies I see when guys are marching back from a big battle and their, you know, their eyes are vacant and, mm -hmm. you know, they all have shell shock or PTSD and, yeah. you know, that's the kind of picture that I'm seeing rather than the, than the the high high life. Mm -hmm. But he says you're driving you're driving the women of my people from their homes and taking away their blessing. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. You're taking away their blessing and their children's blessing. So, so the punishment that is coming that we talked about is coming upon them, and it's your doing that that they and they're paying the price mm -hmm. for your evil deeds. Yeah, this is the the collateral damage of of your sin. Collateral damage. I like that. Yeah. So, but then then he then he calms down a little bit and promises them a bit of deliverance in the next section. Yeah. I do like that. Get up, go away. This is not your resting place. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am sending you out whether you like this or not. <clears throat> okay, folks, verse 12 now. I will surely gather all of you, Jacob. I will surely bring together the remnant of Israel. I will bring them together like sheep in a pen, like a flock in its pasture. The place will throng with people. The one who breaks open the way will go up before them. They will break through the gate and go out. Their king will pass through before them, the Lord at their head. That's nice, eh? Yeah. Yeah. But he does say this is a remnant. 
that this is going to happen for. Mm. So this isn't for everybody, but but it's almost like um, like uh, Elijah again when he said, you know, there's no one serving, and and God says, yeah, there, there's a remnant. There's still a remnant. There's still some. Yep. Remember, there's some serving me. There's some I'm going to protect. I'm I'm not completely turning my back on this people. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> if oh. we was all dead, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there's only one thing you could do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you didn't get that reference to the Princess Bride. Um, but what a what a powerful statement to them. Yeah, there's salvation coming but only for some of you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to leave my people. And 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 this is God's promise all the time. I'm not going to leave my people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eh, it, most of it, them. Yeah. Most of them. <laughs> and it's interesting that the NIV emphasizes to us that that one, the one, <clears throat> they capitalize it because they're really trying to draw that that's God that's going to. Yeah, it. yeah. God's going to lead them out. It's only God that can lead us out. Yeah. Right? It's. Um, it's only God that, that brings us anything, you yeah. know, and, and, and for guys like us, that, that should give us hope even, you know, yeah. you know, like, like, you know, as we've squandered our entire lives away and, you know, we're still, we're still counting on God to protect us. <laughs> Are you talking about our times working in universities? Is that where you're going with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except I'm having a wonderful time at this university. Okay, so, okay. So you're I, talking about other times we've worked at universities. Uh, I other, get other, <laughs> other, and, and even colleges, and even colleges, and even colleges. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Other institutional institutions. <laughs> um. Uh, so anyway, so 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 that's chapter two of um of this of this book and. And again, he's he's just telling them you you can't live this way, no. and and I'm going to tell it again that this was for the people of Israel. It's not for us, but I could I would have no pro, I would have no problem. Um, you know, God could say this to us. I mean, yeah. He could easily say this to us. Yeah, yeah. But and it's probably funny, right? Because we would cheer on if a prophet came in and said, you know. Canada, you've been in a moral place. You know, I'm going to strike you this this way, and yeah. we'd say, "Oh, oh, that's yes, that's that's the that's a word that should be spoken against Canada." And then if he came and said, "And you, the church, I'm going to speak against the following things you've been doing, and there are things are like sacred cows that we believe in," we'd be like, "Oh no, get out of here!" That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to judge Canada, and I'm going to start with the church. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh. it started. <laughs> no. It started so good, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a happy story, and then yeah. <laughs> I was, I was already into the dance, and then yeah. he had to turn and it on me. He had to turn. It. Yeah, yeah, and that's what he's saying to Israel. He's saying, you know, you just, you can't go on like this, guys. You just yeah. can't. Yeah. So, my friend, that was a good, a good, good reminder that God keeps calling us over and over and over again. He cannot keep ignoring me. Yeah. We may have to switch to Christmas stuff getting near Christmas. Maybe yeah. we'll do some prophetic stuff that points, you know, to Christmas. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if I want to go through Christmas like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for a time of peace and joy, not uh, judgment and reminder of our sin. <laughs> that's, that's right. We'll do something on mistletoe who that slew Balder the sun god. <laughs> Great and terrible, yeah. So. Yes. Uh, we just, folks, uh, we do enjoy doing this, but there is a there is a coming Savior, so we do celebrate that too as well. 
Um, my friend, thanks again. That was fantastic. And folks, we so thank you for joining us for another episode of the Apocalypse Podcast. We're encouraged that you come along, uh, tell your friends, like, don't pay them to listen. Like, that's too far. Yeah. Like, send us all the cash you want to <laughs> us. <laughs> but don't send it to anybody else to listen to it. Don't bribe them. That's wrong. Um, but we're, we're again, like, like I said, we're just so encouraged that you listen every week and, and, uh, that we could, uh, we could do this for you. We've, it's so much fun for Larry and I to get together and do this until the next time we do this. I was Steve, he was Larry, and this was the apocalypse.